0: Hello and welcome to the Stuff I Heard podcast. This is your host Joshua Peak. Good morning, everybody. This is Christmas Day, 2019. Merry Christmas, everybody! I know uh, this time of year, a lot of people are real fussy about. I don't celebrate Christmas, or you know, how dare you say Merry Christmas? Listen, this is my podcast. This is stuff you heard. You can tell people you heard it here. Uh, I am a Christian. And so, therefore, I say Merry Christmas. If you don't like it, write a letter to your uh, congressman and tell him, I don't like the free podcast that I listen to, and they celebrate Christmas. He said, Merry Christmas. Get over it. Just get over it. All right, so let's move forward. Let's talk about stuff I heard, because that's the name of the podcast. Um, This is Christmas Day. My voice is a little bit rough right now. I have been kind of fighting off a little bit of a cold, Um, I rode with the driver uh, a couple weeks or about a week ago, and he was coughing all day. and I remembered looking at him thinking, Oh, this is patient zero. This is where I get sick. This is where suddenly I'm like, Oh no, I'm going to remember this moment because I'm going to feel it for the next week. And I was right. I've been um, taking NyQuil at night and Sudafed and Alivark during the day to try to clear up my sinuses, and it's helping. Um, but there is a moment in the morning whenever phlegm decides that it wants to take over. So there's a lot of coughing and hacking and snotting and sneezing and blowing my nose and coughing again. And, and then it's fine for most of the day. And then it gets towards the end of the evening and it does it again. And this usually repeats itself until the whatever's inside of me finds a way to get out of me. Is that, is that good? That sounds terrible. Um, but anyway, this is Christmas Day and, you know, it's the time of the year that you want to reach out to your uh, friends and family that you love and, you know, tell them Merry Christmas and I'm thinking about you and that kind of stuff and, you know, not everybody can celebrate Christmas on the day because of work schedules or family commitments. Maybe you're in a family that's an extended family. You know, in today's time, you know, we have a blended family situation where a lot of people are gone through divorce and they have family in different areas. So like my family, we did Christmas at my mom's uh, on the weekend of the 14th. And then uh, we went over to my wife's son's place and did Christmas over there with him and the kids. And then... We're planning on going to her folks' place and doing Christmas later on. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where you kind of have to work around everybody's schedule, but, you know, you want to at least be there and tell everybody that you love them and you care about them and all that stuff. And if you have some friends that you know may be spending the time alone, maybe reach out to them, invite them over to, to have a meal with you or watch a movie. I mean, Die Hard's on. You got to watch the... Hans fall off the the Nakatomi Plaza. I mean, come on. That's how you know it's Christmas. (laughs) Um, So this past week, I've done a lot of coughing and hacking and just trying to survive, and I haven't gotten to listen to a lot, Um, although I did listen to a few podcasts. I listened to Burt Kreischer's Burtcast, episode 10, of the Something's Burning Uncut series. He has a show on on YouTube. It's called Something's Burning. You can find it just by typing in Something's Burning. Um, It's on the All Things Comedy Network, and I think Bill Burr is actually the producer of it. Um, He did an episode, the 10th one, um, with the guys who made the movies Super Trooper. I think their production group is called Broken Lizard. They've done a lot of movies, they were on the show to promote Super Troopers 2 and they had been on Burt's podcast promoting the movie and the movie had come out and it had done really well and he had them on the on the cooking show to kind of you know talk about it and celebrate and just be silly together and um and it was a fun thing to watch on YouTube and the uncut thing that he puts on his podcast is just all the stuff like all of the audio that you don't necessarily see on the video, because the video is edited down so that it's within a certain time frame and that kind of stuff, and maybe edited out content that they don't want to have on the YouTube portion. But the audio is just the moment they come in the studio, they hit record, and then this is everything. So you get to hear all the behind the ste- all behind the scenes stuff, and it's funny. They're a fun hang together. Um, I'm trying really hard not to cough, (coughs) just saying that I had to cough, sorry. So, um, Steve Lemmy and Kevin Heffernan uh, are the two main guys that you hear in the podcast talking to Bert, and they talk to him at length about possibly being on Super Troopers 3, having a character on there, and they, they play around with this idea, and it's all silly and fun, and it's a fun listen. Um... So anyway, check that out. Uh, I also listened to uh, Joe Rogan interview 1404 with Brian Callen. Brian Callen has turned into one of my favorite guests to listen to. Um, He has his own podcast with Brendan Schaub, uh, ex-MMA star Brendan Schaub, uh, called Fighter and the Kid. And I've tried listening to their show and it's it's good, but it's not as good as whenever he's on someone else's podcast like Joe's or Bert's. Uh, Brian is a very talented comedian and actor and very funny guy. Um he's got a he's he has a a very intellectual mind. He has lived around the world, uh, traveling with his family, you know, as he was young and Having to learn, you know, how to adapt and live in different areas of the world, and and learn different languages, and he has a very broad spectrum view on life, and is super intelligent. Like when he speaks, you know that he's well read, and he even talks about books that he's reading and things that he's learning from it. And from it, he has these comedic tones that come from it that is just hilarious. Um, he has a special called "Complicated Ape." Uh, Complicated Apes. Excuse me, it's plural. Um, it apparently was out he put it out on like iTunes and Amazon and all this stuff and um but it's not on Netflix yet. I don't know exactly why. I think there's a contract thing of them signing on a bunch of comedians and they just they just didn't give him a deal. But anyway, um I I mentioned it before when it came out and I still want to watch it, but I just haven't gotten around to it anyway. this is a good hang with the two of them. They talk a lot about uh some books that they've read and some some growing that they've done over the years and um Brian is on a show called the Goldbergs. It's a pretty popular show on t v uh He plays the coach and from that they had a spin off show called Schooled where it's supposed to be uh high school in the nineties and he's still the gym coach but he's he's silly he's just a silly guy, and he's you know. He he likes uh, he likes being silly and being sort of the joke at times, and he doesn't mind, you know, running with the ball and just being the silly guy that everyone goes, "Oh my god, he's so silly!" Like it's just it's fun to, to have those people around and, and to sort of remind you that you don't have to take yourself so seriously all the time, which we all have a tendency to do, I think. Um, sometimes it's fun to remember to play, and I think when I hear him get into a good conversation with Joe or with Bert, I'm reminded that, oh, like Brian he even verbally says, I'm just a silly goose. And it's it's important to have that element of person around you to just remind you not to take things so seriously. Because it's so easy to. I mean, let's face it. Even me with this podcast, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm wearing a, a Star Wars shirt that my wife got me. It's got a... Darth Vader, a stormtrooper, and Boba Fett. And it looks like it's snowing, and it says, Bubba, it's cold outside. <laughs> I think it's cute. Um, and But it's silly, and it makes me remember that, you know, hey, this is Christmas, and we celebrate this season for a reason, but also, why not just laugh a little bit? Like, you know, why not? Um. So anyway, talking about Joe, um, they came out with the very next episode. I got home from work last night and turned on the TV and just wanted to see what was on YouTube because I go in there once in a while to check on, you know, my dad is on YouTube, our peak and, you know, several other people. The Tim tracker is a good one. Uh, he puts out, he's pretty consistent about putting out daily vlogs of, you know, things having to do with Disney or universal or, you know, the different theme parks down there, but also they have a new baby. So there's you know, updates on the baby and on his wife and, and the videos are less frequent right now. And obviously they're probably exhausted and can't really find the time to make the content they used to make. But, um, he's one of the guys that I check on on a regular basis. I also check on my buddy Danny, uh, with his, uh, stuff I kind of care about. He went on vacation and he came back and apparently he's got a new video up where he makes a lightsaber hilt. Um, he makes one cause he's just talented like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um this is going to be the coughing uh episode of Christmas. Um but Joe came up on my, you know, things you're subscribed to your list and the very next episode 1405 was Sober October 3 recap. Now, as I'm looking at it, I'm also looking at my phone a little bit and scrolling, and there's a picture, a black and white photo of Bert naked holding his junk, and it looks like he's standing on a scale, and I can't quite figure out what's going on, but then there's another small picture next to it, and Joe's got his shirt off. He's down, he's in his underwear and apparently standing on a scale, and I'm like, what, are they having a weigh-in? I was like, what's going on here? So I click on the link on the YouTube, and, and it starts a three-hour and 20-minute podcast of them hanging out, and Ari Shafir is there, and Tom Segura, and immediately I'm all in. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm watching all of this, and it was early enough that I could stay awake to do it. My wife wasn't super thrilled about it, but she had her headphones, and she was watching something on her phone, um, <clears throat> but this was a good hang. Um these guys have been making a yearly commitment to challenge each other uh, through weight loss or through you know, trying to stay sober for a period of time to better their lives. And every year, it's gotten a little bit better. This started off years ago with sort of an intervention for Bert. They were concerned that maybe he was going to drink himself to death. I mean, he was drinking way more than he should, and he was having trouble with his weight, And they were like, you know, we want to come up with a challenge to kind of help motivate you. And Tom had gained a lot of weight too. And they, so they sort of made this challenge of like a weight loss challenge and they really struggled to lose weight during this month, but they also stayed clean and sober and it became a thing that carried over to the next year. The next year they had a challenge. And in that challenge, they also like had physical things that they could do. They did a. they had to do fifteen hot yoga sessions during the month, which is like a, a ninety-minute class in hot yoga, where they crank the temperature up in the room to like one fifteen, something like that, and they do they do yoga. Well, <coughs> they did it as a as a group and, and sort of made it fun for the fans because they would put updates and they would sort of challenge each other. And towards the end, it, it got real fun because uh, they were going to meet up for their last session together and. Tom had gone out and he he didn't tell any he, he told Bert, he told Joe but he didn't tell Bert and he just wanted to mess with Bert. He rented a Lamborghini and he pulls up and and, and at the time, uh, Tom and his wife Christina were just about to have their first child <laughs> and Bert kept freaking out. He's like, "What what are you doing, man? You you, I, I know what you make like you can't afford this. What you, you know, <laughs> it's going through your mind and." And Joe's egging him on. He's like, I'm telling you, man, he's balling. He's selling out theaters, man. He's doing it. And, and they, they're dancing and they make videos and it's hilarious. And the whole time it was just a prank on on Bert. And, uh, you know, this is a fun community thing. This is what I was talking about, you know, when I said I wanted to build community. I want to do something where we can kind of, you know, encourage each other along the way. Listen, there is nothing better than helping each other, you know, get better. We can all learn from each other. We can all have our own separate interests and our own separate things that we want to do, but we can ultimately come back and help each other become better people and become better community and, be, and help out people who need us. And there's no reason that we can't, especially with technology the way it is. It just takes effort. So, um, yeah, just use some effort. Do something. Celebrate this next year. We're getting ready to start 2020. There's going to be a lot going on, and I'm going to talk a lot about this in the upcoming episode for New Year's. I want to talk a lot about the fact that the New Year, New Year, New Me. Right? That's the whole gig. I'm going to challenge myself with something that I want to change, and you guys can follow along with my journey and sort of challenge yourselves too. But you know, I'm I'm going to challenge myself with something. And, um, and then you're going to be part of it. I'm going to share it. So it is what it is. That's to come. That's called a teaser. So you guys can stay tuned, watch the rest. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, the video may cut out. I didn't, uh, charge this camera. Dang it. I hate when I do that. I get all prepared to do something and kind of fall apart on the end. Um, i tell you what, just hang tight just a second. Okay. Hang on. Uh, all right, sorry about that. I had to uh, do some uh, changeover on things. I um, I was going to use a different camera, and I didn't, and so that's my fault. Anyway, it, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, new year, new me. All that stuff's coming up. You're going to watch it. Um, let's talk about Two Bears, One Cave. Uh, I also watched that last night after I watched the Joe Rogan thing. Um, Two Bears, One Cave, episode 15 came out. It's uh, Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer. They're uh, hanging out and talking about raising kids and things that are coming up in their lives and some, you know, how they got started, some challenges they had when they had, you know, young kids. And Bert's kids are obviously older than than Tom's. Tom's just having, you know, young kids now. And they talk about, you know, what's it going to be like when your kid gets old enough to to see the content that you have online about them and you know, what are the challenges that you think you're going to have with them as they get older? Um, it's fun because they're buddies and listen, you guys know I'm all in on Bert. So, um, yeah, check it out. My wife asked me while I'm watching the, uh, the Joe Rogan episode, she goes, in your opinion, she goes, which one of these guys is the better comedian? And I said, well, if you like right now, I think Bert is, Burt's Secret Time special is probably the best special that I've seen, period, since maybe, mm, listen, Eddie Murphy's Delirious and Raw were both amazing, and maybe it was because of the time and, and my age, those were two of the best comedy specials I'd ever seen. Bill Cosby's himself was really good. Um, these were quotable, rememberable things that you would watch and you'd come to school the next day and want to repeat with your friends. There were lines in it that you could use and you would instantly, among setting it up, have a joke that you could talk about. And then over the years, you know, comedy kind of took a hit. Uh, Sam Kennison was huge. He was bigger than life. So was Andrew Dice Clay, but Andrews was, you know, kind of offensive and even though it was really fun to know the nursery rhyme jokes that he had um it just wasn't something that I felt comfortable talking about with anybody um the Sam Kennison stuff was just a level of energy that even he couldn't repeat um and a lot of comedians have you know done some decent comedy over the years not to say that Folks like George Carlin and Robin Williams wasn't great. I mean, they were, but it just wasn't the same caliber. And I know that I'm a Burt fan because of the Machine story, because of him being on Joe Rogan, because of the Burt cast, and because of my friend Garth uh, that I was in the Marine Corps with, uh, you know, kind of showing me, hey, check this out. I think you'll like it. He was right. He He knew my personality, and he knew that I would be into it. But the Secret Time special on Netflix is just funny. Every bit of it's funny. The timing on it's good. The whole, the way they shot it was good. The way it came out was good. And he has a new special that he just recorded. It's not out yet. I don't even know the name of it. But he says that this one is even better than Secret Time. And I'm like, holy crap. Are you kidding me? I mean, so anyway, I've seen Joe live. Uh, I've watched Tom's specials. Um, listen, Tom's got some funny stuff, but he doesn't make me laugh throughout the whole thing. Joe has some funny stuff, but again, there's some stuff that Joe does that it's just, you know, it's it's interesting, but it doesn't make me laugh like as a comedian, like I would phrase a comedian making you laugh. Joe has great stand-up, but I think Bert has passed him when it comes to stand-up. Now, obviously, Joe is his own thing. Joe has an empire based on his podcast where he can interview anybody, presidential candidates, uh, scientists, authors, MMA fighters, comedians, you name it. He can have them in there. And and he's a good interviewer. He's, he's curious. And he's built a community of people that support each other across the board. And you know, Joe just celebrated his 10th anniversary of the Joe Rogan experience. Yesterday was the 10th anniversary. They started it 10 years ago. Just him and Brian Redman and Jamie Vernon. Just, hey, let's try it. Let's just try it and see what happens. They would do the comedy show and come home and turn on the cameras and microphones and just talk. And that's how it started. And it just grew from there. He's got fourteen hundred and five episodes out, and I've probably listened to a thousand of them, and he averages usually two and a half three-hour podcasts. That's a lot of content to listen to somebody. But one thing remains true throughout it is he's 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 loving, he's kind. He wants to build community. He wants us to look outside of what we know is normal and question what we think we know. Uh, He wants us to bridge that line of others, of they. He wants us to think about people as people and realize that we don't know everything and we can ask questions and we can talk about it and we can have a community and we can build a community. And for that, I'll forever be indebted to Joe. He's doing what I want to to continue to do. He's doing basically the blueprint of what I felt like I was doing before I started this podcast. What I was doing every time I met someone or had a deep conversation with them, I felt like I was doing basically what he's doing on a different level. So thank you to Joe for paving the path and for continuing to entertain us. And I'm going to see you do comedy because I'm a big fan. Um, I've got tickets right now to go see Burt in in May. Excuse me. uh, In May in Charlotte. And um, I got tickets to go see... Joey Diaz, Um, that's coming up in January. Ooh. Hey, guys, if you're going with me to that, I hope you're getting excited. I am. Um, You know, there's a few other shows I want to go see this year. Uh, I'd really like to see Bill Burr in person. I think that'd be great. Oh, yeah, talk about good comedy shows. Bill Burr's Paper Tiger on Netflix, good stuff. That and uh, Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones, another good one. Really good stuff. But again, Bird Special, I laughed throughout the whole thing. Secret time. It's good. It's really good. <coughs> oh, and if you haven't seen Michelle Wolf's latest special on Netflix, you gotta watch it. There's a joke in there about otters that's hilarious. Um, she, she's she got a lot of lines. I mean, she's she's probably in the top five right now performing. I mean, it's... Her sense of humor just hits my funny bone just right. It's hilarious. Um, I want to talk about something I watched. Um, Netflix. There's a lot of stuff on Netflix right now that I want to watch. Uh, I know that um, the season two of Lost in Space just came out, and that show The Witcher just came out. Uh, I watched the first episode of The Witcher, And the guy who's playing like the main character is Henry Cavill. He played Superman on the the reboot movies. Um, there's an opening scene where he's looking like this video game character and he's fighting this giant spider like thing with a man's face on it. And I went, Oh, they just start the episode off with Superman fighting (laughs) Spider-Man. My wife's walking through. She's like, that's pretty funny. Um, but anyway, the first episode, I don't really know what's going on. Um, I've read some comments online that say that, um, it takes a few episodes for you to realize that he's going back and forth in time. Like the the timeline that you're watching goes back and forth and that it's, it all comes around at the end. But anyway, um, I've only seen one episode. I'm going to watch some more, but also, um, you know, this Lost in Space season two, I'm really excited about that. I really enjoyed the the first season. I mean, it was incredible. Um, but the other day I watched a show, a movie called The Two Popes. This was based on a true story. Um, recently, 2005, uh, Pope John Paul II passed away and you know they they had these archbishops and cardinals get together and they vote on who the next Pope is going to be. And if I'm getting the phrasing wrong, please forgive me, I'm not Catholic. Um, I'm just kind of gathering what I watched and read online, and I may have the terms wrong, but they get together for this conclave and they vote on who they want the next Pope to be. And apparently, you have to have a unanimous vote um, otherwise they they stay in this locked room until they decide on who the Pope is. They have to they have to agree. Well, they're in this conclave. Um, this one guy had the overwhelming votes, and then the next guy had like nine votes, and so they had to revote, and they had to you know kind of plead their cases with people. And the guy who had nine votes, he was like, "Listen, you know, I don't, I don't want to be pope. Like, you, you need to, like, listen. He's obviously the one that everybody should vote for." So they have a revote, and the other guy wins. He becomes. Pope Benedict XVI, which is played on the movie by Anthony Hopkins. and He's a very traditionalist guy. He's by the book. He immediately, once he becomes pope, starts saying no to everything. You can't do this. You can't do that. The, God says this. God says that. And he has an exclusionary sort of policy. And a lot of people leave the church during his time in office. There is a lot of scandal that comes out about priests who are um, doing awful things to children. And there is a public outcry during his time in office where it became knowledge that they were um, hearing confessions from these priests and then moving them to another parish where they continued to do what they were doing before to other children. And it was an epidemic of amazing proportions that I don't know that the church can ever recover from. I think that, I think that maybe in a hundred years, they'll look back at this as the dark days. The Pope Benedict served his position from 2005 to 2012, and he stepped down. This has only happened one other time. Usually whoever becomes Pope is Pope until they die. But this Pope kind of saw the writing on the wall and realized, I made a mistake. I made a a grave mistake. And so he calls for this other guy, this other bishop that was in line to be Pope, that was, you know, runner-up. And this other bishop, at this point in his life, wants to retire. He wants to step down. He wants to quit his position because he feels that the current Pope is leading them in a path that is wrong. And he's planning a trip to the Vatican so that he can publicly or to, to personally give his letter of resignation and have the Pope sign it saying that, yes, you know, you can step down or whatever. And he won't sign it and he won't tell him why. And the movie is great because apparently all this information has come out and they've, Written a book, and from the book, they made the movie. And the uh, the other actor is Jonathan Price. Basically, Jonathan Price becomes the next Pope, um, Pope Francis, who's the Pope right now, and he's from Buenos Aires. Um, they go into depth about how they came to find themselves in the church, how Pope Francis, you know started his journey to be a priest and then a cardinal and a bishop. And some of the things that he did wrong, um, some mistakes that he made, how he realized that traditional values led him in a path that ended up hurting people, and it changed him. And he realized that his path with the church couldn't be as black and white as they wanted it to be. And for that very reason was why he wanted to step down. Because he had learned to change over the years and to accept people more for who they are and not for what they were supposed to be. And it's a very interesting movie to watch. There is reading involved because there are times where they're speaking Latin. They say Latin. Um... But the new Pope is he he doesn't want he thinks it's embarrassing that they have wealth when so many people are starving and so he's constantly being found leaving the premises and taking money and you know, gold and things like that and just giving them to the poor, giving them to organizations that help the poor. And he's constantly trying to, to, to travel without uh, an entourage. He he wants to go out on his own and meet with the people and walk with them and talk with them and help them in ways that he feels like only a person of, you know, Pope status could In giving them hope and making retribution. And, you know, he's changing Catholic religion to keep up with the times of what's going on And using language that's more of acceptance and less of exclusion. And that's so important. And this is such a good story. And these actors are so good playing these roles. There's all kinds of information whenever you start the movie talking about, you know, critically acclaimed and winner of this thing at this festival, winner of this thing at this festival. And usually whenever a movie says it's winning awards... Is usually when it's a crappy movie. There's a lot of crappy movies out there that win awards. This is not a crappy movie. This is not a Michael Bay fast, you know, gun slinging, sexy thing. If you want to watch that, go watch Six Underground. Um, that's what that is. This is something better. This is impell. This is very compelling. This is based on truth. This is based on what's really happening right now, what just happened. And it talks a lot about the Catholic Church's involvement and specifically this Pope's involvement and how, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human and we're flawed and we make mistakes and, and you hope that you make the right choices, but oftentimes you don't. <coughs> Even me trying to do a podcast while I'm coughing. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm really trying. Anyway, um, I'm going to wrap this up before I start coughing more. Uh, I hope everybody has a great Christmas. Uh, I got up this morning early at 6 a.m. and put on some meat on the Silverback Gorilla Grill, Pellet Grill. I have a brisket and two butts and I'm going to go check on it and make sure it's all good. I got my little remote thermometer thing plugged into it, so should be good to go. Low and slow is the rule. So, Anyway, take care, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all the good stuff. Love you guys, and we'll do it later. Cue the cow.